common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby. Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. A new documentary is making tons of headlines. It's about George Floyd and the death of George Floyd. Of course, his death is the one that spurred all the Black Lives Matter protests around the country and the riots and everything else. And joining us now is Liz Collin. She is a multiple Emmy award-winning reporter, also news anchor, um, and also very close to law enforcement there in Minneapolis. Uh, the documentary is called The Fall of Minneapolis. And Liz, um, you know, I saw, you know, you kind of talking about the documentary. You had some blockbuster stuff. Let's first go to, if we could, uh, that George Floyd, you revealed, had had law enforcement encounters before. Talk about that, because that had never sort of been revealed. Yeah, there were so there were so many things um, that that were kept from from the public in this case, and that's sort of the point of this this whole film. I appreciate you having having me on to, to talk about it. Um, but but starting with with just that, we're we're told right away. In fact, that the very next day after George Floyd's death, uh, that this is not someone that Minneapolis police had ever heard of before or had anything to do with before. But in fact, it was a year earlier in 2019 uh, that George Floyd himself is the subject of an undercover drug investigation. Uh, that takes place in Minneapolis and, in fact, is arrested by Minneapolis police. And we talked to that arresting officer from 2019 uh, in, in the documentary, The Fall of Minneapolis, to get his, his take. And if you share the uh, body camera video side by side from 2019 and, and what transpired in, in 2020, again, video that was kept from the public, the incident in, in 2020, there's a reason. Certainly it was kept from the public. Uh, but they're almost uh, identical in, in what George Floyd is saying, uh, not complying with, with commands. Um, he's ingesting drugs, uh, et cetera. So really the, the, the point of, of the, the film is to get the truth out there. I put out a book um, in October that was called They're Lying. Um, and that, uh, the, that you know, can only reach so many people with, with a book. So many people don't, don't read nowadays or, or find time to, to do so. Uh, so this was sort of the next step when the, the fall of Minneapolis and making it available for free so people can can just, uh, you know, hear how they, they were lied to. And certainly the, the match was struck in Minneapolis and spread all across the country. Liz, it's uh, Judge Richard Weinberg. Uh, welcome to the show. I saw you the other night on television. I was quite taken by the thoroughness of your analysis and what I thought was raising the right question. The fact of the matter is the, the body of Floyd showed the ingested a substantial amount of fentanyl that he had COVID, he had a, a heart condition. So if he had found the body in a bed, nobody would have raised an eyebrow about it. So the real question always seemed to me, what's the proximate cause of this man's death? Would he have died yeah, anyway? We, we get into that um, in, in the film quite a bit and in, in the book, but um, you have uh, George Floyd who, who, who dies and the autopsy is done on his body within 12 hours. Uh, the autopsy by Dr. Andrew Baker is his name, the head of the county medical examiner, is also kept from the public. So keep in mind, this is before any buildings are burning in Minneapolis or anywhere else in the country. They withhold that from the public, uh, which shows these things you're talking about. Um, he has a uh, he has a tumor. He has a bad heart. Uh, he has uh, covid. He has three times the lethal limit of fentanyl in his system, along with methamphetamine. In fact, uh, it's about a week later that they released the, this <clears throat> autopsy 
on the same day that George Floyd's family releases uh, what they call an independent autopsy that the media gloms onto, uh, referring to it as an independent autopsy. Uh, so this is really just walking people through uh, what, what was kept from them for, for so long. And I still to this day think if they were honest about this entire situation and if they went frame by frame with the, the public as to what transpired at, at 38th and Chicago uh, here in the Minneapolis area, we probably wouldn't be having this, this conversation today. Well, this is former Congressman Pete King. First of all, thank you for doing this. It's long overdue. Uh, if you could just focus on the fact that the assuming the worst, assuming that his knee was on the throat, that was a legitimate uh, method. But also, doesn't the film show, and you look at it carefully, that actually his knee was not on his throat most of the time? It was on his shoulder, his collarbone? Yeah, that's another one of the, the big lies uh, that, that was told. Again, it's the, the police chief, the mayor of Minneapolis, saying the very next day to to the press. I was a, a member of the mainstream media uh, through all of this, and I, I got out of it, frankly, be, because <laughs> there were so many lies that I felt that the media could have stopped uh, in all of this, and they, and they did not. But um, but when they talk about this training, um, they, we, we've never seen this. This is not something, this is not how we train. But these two pages of the police manual mysteriously disappear uh, the very next day, uh, after the George Floyd incident, and they reappear a few a few weeks later, and that that training is the maximal restraint technique. However, you still have the police chief uh, uh, on the stand uh, saying it's not a part of, of uh, training. You have the head of training saying that uh, on on the stand as well. So, Liz, and let me ask you: Did he lie on the stand? Did do do they believe somebody lied on the stand? I think there's a lot of people uh, who who believe perhaps uh, perjury was. Uh, committed, including Derek Chauvin's mother, who we talked to in the movie, who has Derek Chauvin's training manual that that clearly explains uh, the maximal restraint technique and shows pictures of it. And if you do a side by side uh, of what the officers are doing, and let's not forget in the body camera, there are four different references to this, this MRT uh, that, again, is kept kept from the public. If they would have watched this, uh, the officers are clearly talking about it. I, I I, I had one big question from the start. First of all, if, if he did it and you say it's wrong, et cetera. But apart from that, as far as motive, if you're going to intend to kill somebody, you're not going to do it in broad daylight where 20 people have their cell phones out on you. I mean, right. to me, at worst, it should have been like a negligent homicide, something like that, assuming the worst. But to actually convict him of murder, to me, it has to be some premeditation or some intent. Uh, and, you're in Minneapolis. Welcome to Minneapolis. Well, it shouldn't be, though. That's the, that's the point. Well, that's well, why, a lot of things shouldn't be. And, and that's why, a lot of things are going wrong and, right now and, in our country. And that's why I'm glad this documentary is out, because there's some phony conspiracy theories. This is not Where is the documentary playing? It's uh, available on thefallofminneapolis.com. We made it available on our Rumble channel. I'm with Alpha News MN, all one word, Alpha Well, if News, you send it MN. to WABC, we will put it on our website uh, if you'd like. Okay, I would uh, I'd very much appreciate it. We have uh, more than a million and a half views at this point, and it uh, has wow. been out less than a week, right. so people clearly care about the truth. So let's uh, let's do this. Uh, Rich, when she gets off of our phone, you take down, give her the information how to send it to us, okay? Liz, thank you. Thank you so much, Liz. Stick with thank us, you Liz. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Liz. we got to get to the truth. Uh, you know, whatever the truth is, the truth is.